What's going on, everybody? It's me, Mark of Blurred Arcopy. And if you don't know me by now, I'm a cosplay photographer and content creator on YouTube. And today, I'm here to announce that I've started a podcast right here on Anchor. You can join me every week to hear my nerdy guests have nerdy debates and nerdy interviews as we dig into why we are black nerds ourselves. If you're a cosplayer, if you're a photographer, if you're a content creator, if you're somebody who just reads comic books and is interested in this world, join us every week and we'll hopefully enlighten you on the journey. Yeah, I'm so glad that you just uh, spoke about the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. I have been an Atlanta Braves fan forever. I never thought in my lifetime I'd actually see them win a championship. Um, I know they were great in the 90s. They started getting better here the last few years, but I did not expect to see that this year. Um, so yeah, it was something that I made me so happy because now I've seen three of my favorite sports teams win a championship. So it's pretty cool. And hopefully again, I'll see my Green Bay Packers win another championship in my lifetime. That would be actually pretty much number three. Yes. So let's hope. Presented to you by Blurtography. What's going on, everybody? It's me, Mark, and I'm back again with another episode of Blurtcast. On today's episode, I have a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's good, y'all? My name is Jason Craig. And if you follow me on Anchor and Spotify, you know me as the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead. And I have my own podcast, similar to doing what, what this fine young man is doing. And uh, we just talk just, just nerdy shit. So today, I'm going to go ahead and give Jason a little interview and figure out what makes him a black nerd and what makes him tick. Obviously, this will be my first interview in the podcast format but if you go to my youtube channel go to blurredography you will see that i do other cosplay interviews and nerdy interviews with other black nerds so this is going to be a similar format to that um but i'm going to be in it this time so you kind of get to hear some of my feedback based off of his questions and answers and with that let's just get started so jason if you don't mind me asking what are you currently watching or playing or consuming right now in pop culture? All right, as far as watching goes, I'm watching everything from Peacemaker, love that show, to Archive 81 on Netflix, a complete mind fuck of a show, and it's and it's a black and it's a black as a black lead um, for the role, so that's also nice. Now playing wise, I'm dabbling back into Monster Hunter and Destiny 2. And playing Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I mean Guardians of the Galaxy on PS5, I'm loving that game. I love that cast of characters more than the movie, but that's a topic for another day. Okay, cool. Out of everything that you mentioned uh, that you're consuming right now, what are the things you enjoying the most? Man, I gotta say I'm enjoying Peacemaker the most because that show is just nonsensical fun and it is possibly one of my favorite superhero shows out there right now. Okay, cool. Um, We're not gonna get into it here because uh, if you don't know, spoiler alert, we did a podcast on his channel. If you uh, can go ahead and check that out. Rain the Popcorn Podcast on Spotify and Anchor. Follow him on Facebook. That's definitely worth a listen. He kind of did a soft interview with me and we just talked about a lot of things that we're currently watching. Peacemaker's one of them. So I got a lot to say about it. You should definitely check it out. And with that said, we're going to segue into the nit and gritty. Let's go ahead with this interview. All right, let's get it. All right, so obviously I want to just kind of start and have my audience get to know you. And I want to just start with your backstory. Can you just tell me a little bit about just you growing up being a nerd? Like, when did you realize you was a black nerd and just into this? All right, so 
it all started on a planet called Krypton. Now I'm just playing. I am a young, simple black dude from, uh, well, I was born in Morris, Minnesota. I stayed there for about the first year of my life. Then I moved to Chicago. Then once I got a little bit older, my mom moved us to Georgia, where I spent most of my grade school years there. And then I moved a little bit later on, uh, like two or three years, no, three or four years ago. And now I'm here in Texas just trying to make it. As we all, as we all. All right, so let me ask you this. What got you into geek culture? Man, what got me into geek culture, if you're gonna be honest, one of the first forms of um, geek culture that I've indulged in, it was um, just the 90s car uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Like Spider-Man had me hooked. And what's so crazy is a lot of them episodes from back in the day, they still hold up pretty well to this day. It was like Spider-Man, Static Shock, Batman the Animated Series. I think Superman had a series as well. Teen Titans, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, the X-Men show. It was just so much at one time. And I was always a nerdy kid because I liked books. I read all them thick ass Harry Potter books. I'm still amazed to this day I finished all of them. And like to see, like to be introduced to superheroes, it was something new and amazing to me because it was high fantasy on a scale that I've never seen before. So yeah, ever since then I've been hooked. Oh, and anime, of course, but everybody started watching anime with Dragon Ball Z, or at least I think so. Well, actually that's kind of funny because I'm trying to find out because I think that outside of me is not too black kids that was introduced to anime that wasn't Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon for that matter. I was about to say, man, I was up every morning, every, was it Friday, I think every afternoon or Friday afternoon or Saturday, whatever it came on, putting my hands up, trying to give Goku my energy. You was not the only one. So let me ask you this. Uh, what is your favorite thing from your childhood uh, that you still like today as an adult? Favorite thing from my childhood? Ooh, man, you know what? The favorite thing from my childhood that has stuck with me to this day, I would say has to be Kingdom Hearts. I don't know why I love that convoluted shit that Disney and, and Square Enix got, but that has followed me all the way to my adulthood. And, to, and when they released Kingdom Hearts 3 a few years ago, I bought that shit day one. I played it all night and I beat it in oh, like two or three days. So yeah, that that's, that's stuck with me all the time because I never saw nothing like that has to see Final Fantasy or technically anime characters blend so well with Disney characters. Shit, I got to see Mickey Mouse be a badass. When you ever think you're going to see Mickey Mouse be a badass? True. That is true. I enjoy that very much. So let's go to the next question. Can you tell me more about your Black nerd experience? What was it like for you being a nerd within the Black community? I'm be honest, it was shit. <laughs> like, it was, it was not fun because, you know, I'm a 90s kid. I was born in 93. And so throughout like my, well, I don't remember elementary like that because my memory horrible, but middle school and high school wasn't really all that because they say them the years where you're supposed to find yourself. And I was like, they, I would see people get picked on with their nerdy stuff. So I would kind of hide that and be somebody I'm not like lie about where I'm from and whatnot and just try to show people what I thought the black image was. and. Of course, I was completely wrong because when I got older, I found out that the black image is whatever you want it to be. So yeah, man, it was to be honest, it wasn't that fun being a being a black nerd. I, I was I was kind of a closet nerd, if that makes sense. Uh, did why did you feel like you had to hide your nerdiness uh, from the culture or from the community? I don't know. Man. It just felt like it wasn't accepted. It, it like. The way that society portrayed it, it just seemed like it was being nerdy with being nerdy wasn't something that black people are supposed to supposed to do but now again thinking about it we got there's there's always been black nerds if you think about all the football heads the basketball heads the sneaker heads the um the hip-hop heads so i don't know and now i think about it it was like a complete it was stupid because the, the same people who ridiculed me they were nerding out about something about something else like i learned growing up that you can you can nerd out about anything i, I hate to say ashamed of it, but i was ashamed of my nerdy side i was ashamed of when i was a kid do you think it's because i guess uh we all have this sense of belonging uh do you think that that might be the reason why you 
try to hide it so you can just fit in better because that ultimately one of the things in the black community is we all want to just be accepted for who we are in order to do that you kind of sometimes have to hide some of who you are to fit in with the general public yeah man i really do think that was the case just because i i, I wanted to fit in with all the cool kids and be something i'm not and like once i got to high school it kind of it kind of burnt me out like am i like in high school i guess that's when i started to actually start forming into the man that i am now because i wasn't trying to follow behind everybody i was had my own set of friends where we all liked the same thing openly talked about nerdy shit like even when i was on sports teams i was most mostly to myself because to be honest fuck them i don't know it's like I, I wouldn't go back and change anything because i feel like if i did it'd be like that effect if you step on a cockroach in the past you'll fuck up the future i'm happy with how i turned out now i wouldn't have it any other way okay that's good um are there any specific experiences matter of fact let me just ask you this uh what is your best and what is your worst memory of being a black nerd so my best nerdy experience i would have to say was it was really recent was the whole i got to have the theater experience like three different times seeing spider-man and that was my favorite experience like i felt like everybody I feel like everybody around me, just my family, just watching this. I feel like I knew everybody in the theater. We were all just enjoying the same thing with Spider-Man and just having all the, them cheer, cry, and like be, uh, be sad, boo, the villains. It was just, that was a really fun, not only nerd experience, but one of my best cinematic experiences, even over Avengers Endgame. Now, bad memories is i will never forget what was i doing it was i want to say it was middle school i was in class and then like dudes would like they would talk about me for being nerdy so i finally i finally stepped up and defended myself just talking about why you picking on me i ain't did shit to y'all we're doing all that yelling i finally felt good for getting it off my chest and but lo and behold the teacher she kind of de-escalates it and then of course instead of her trying to talk to them saying that they were the problem of course i came off as the problem and i got in trouble and that is by far the worst because the whole day i just felt embarrassed because i just had all those eyes looking at me for the rest of the day let me ask you this how do you feel now that geek culture is not only more widely accepted on a society standpoint but it's more widely accepted within the black community well for one i love it because if you don't if people have realized by now black culture has influenced a lot of things like a lot of things it's even bleeding into anime well it bled into anime so many years ago and on the other hand i'm kind of mad because all these girls well these women now that turned me down they were into the same shit that i was into and they used to make fun of me for it so i like oh you motherfuckers Ooh, you motherfuckers man to be honest you know what the most interesting thing that came from like the blending of black culture and um nerdy culture what's that man okay well it's two things for one i don't know if you saw these two enemies back in the day but it was samurai shampoo like it was just so cool to to i guess that would be the introduction of what we call now is um lofi or lo-fi culture right that it was just so cool to see um i i guess what's his name was i, I want to say he was a person of color because he was brown but it was just cool like it was just cool to see brown people on the screen that didn't have big pink lips and black ass skin and also um something i th something i think that that uh, is a game changer in itself, you know, don't get talked about that much. Afro Samurai. And the reason why I say the Afro Samurai was iconic because it got Samuel Jackson to voice in the anime, which I don't think he ever did up until that point. Right. And you know, and you know, Samuel Jackson, he basically black black people royalty now, or right. black people royalty nowadays. So that was pretty awesome. And yeah, man, I, I, I love those two things. I hope near and dear to my heart. I am very familiar with both of those franchises. Samurai Shampoo is one of my favorite animes. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the creator of Samurai Shampoo also created Cowboy Bebop, which 
uh, like you said, I think the music from that and Samurai Shampoo uh, led to this new Lofi generation um, of music and people who are into just instrumental and things like that. Because uh, I remember when I was in art school, I went to uh, Art Institute of Atlanta for animation media arts. I would just listen to nothing but the Samurai Shampoo soundtrack and me and my friends, we would all get together and, you know, we would like draw our own characters and comic books and things like that and just being artsy fartsy artists and stuff. And we all would, we would just play Samurai Shampoo soundtrack in the background because that was the Papa anime at the time. 2005. I'm old as shit, by the way. It's okay. I be feeling old too sometimes, man. I think you, I think you got me by age, like probably by a few years. Cause you're an 80s baby, right? Yeah, late 80s baby here. Yeah, I was early 90s baby. So you can be like, kind of like about two or three years. So you said some of your favorite things you like is like Spider-Man um, and Static Shock. Uh, why do you like those characters so much? And what is it about those characters that you relate to? Man, to be honest, like I said, I know this is going to sound corny, but I have read almost every main Spider-Man title, even the goofy ones when the when the nigga had a, a Spider-Mobile for whatever reason. What drew me specifically to Spider-Man was like, for one, that was one of Stan Lee's greatest creations. And he made that character to for have to have just not adults to relate to, but kids relate to Spider-Man because Spider-Man, he was unlike a lot of the heroes back in the day, Spider-Man was really flawed like he was broke like us he had problems like us and he also had to balance he had to live a double life being a superhero and being peter parker and you know it gave us one of the most iconic lines with great power comes great responsibility and i don't know it just it resonated with me and for him the one thing that resonated with me that resonated with me the most about spider-man is no matter how much trouble time how many how troubled things are he always found a way to crack a joke or a quick quip and that just it resonated with me because it showed me no matter how dark times are there's always you can always mom you can always find something positive out of nothing and that always stuck with me now for static shock virgil he he was like me and you, me and you just a black nerd just a black nerd at the wrong place wrong place wrong time um, um right place wrong time and he got his powers and he's trying to not only be a superhero but be a black kid in um in in the dakota verse and if you remember that show it it tackled it tackled some social issues like that was one of the first cartoons i remember tackling racism one of the first cartoons yeah you're right about that yeah man so yeah those two have always been my favorites, and I'm so glad that Static is finally coming back to the mainstream. What were some of the challenges you have faced being a black nerd in just your everyday life? Man, to be one, it probably don't make it better. I'm not your typical black person. I'm not your typical black male. First of all, I'm short, so that's one thing I got going against me. I'm not, I'm not the biggest dude. That's another thing, and it's just, adjusting to the time now it's easier now because it's more accepted like i don't have to be so reserved and just to be afraid to talk about what i talk about that's one reason why i made the podcast because i feel comfortable talking about now because there's other black nerds like me or blurs it, as, as you should say i'm more comfortable with me being a nerd now than i was back in the day because it's accepted now back then it wasn't really much accepted so that's a great segue into our next uh set of questions uh let's talk about your podcast so let me ask you is that the reason why you started the podcast or is there more to it uh behind why you started bring the popcorn podcast all right so funny story so i remember one day this was like two years before i even started my podcast so me and my homies we were just talking we were just doing like a top five anime list and why we like them so i was giving the list and then i thought about like hey man we should do a podcast something about it so i, I ran it by my homie rod and he said yeah we'll do it but we never got to it because i always felt like I needed the right equipment, but then I've had plenty of people say, yeah, you don't need a good, you don't, all you need is a phone and something to record with. And that's it. And I felt like it can't be that easy. So then when I got with my girlfriend not too long ago, she had her podcast and they said, well, why don't you do it? Like, well, I don't got the right equipment. And she told me the same thing. So I said, what? Word. So then I started doing my own, like recording my podcast. I got me a little mic, little $20 mic. Hopefully it sounds decent. 
then I just started recording. At first, it was just me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't like the solo format. I can't do the solo format. It's just not for me. I do better talking to somebody. And then 20 episodes later, man, we we here. I, I now that I'm doing now, it was first it was just for therapy because like like talking about movies and pop culture, it's, it helped me cope with a lot of things going on in my life. But then like when I started meeting people like you and everybody else in the in the um, geek um, content creators united, I was really feeling like yo, we all could do something special together and help each other grow and possibly what i'm hoping for is make a somewhat of a mini career out of this and not just for the money just because i'm passionate about podcasting okay you literally just answered my next question i was about to ask you what are some of your goals things you want to achieve with your platform and your podcast and where do you want to take it i know right now you're only on spotify and anchor uh but do you want to go to all the other pla- uh, podcasting platforms you want to go to youtube uh where do you want to take this all right so currently i'm like probably tomorrow i'm gonna work on this heavy to get my podcast on google podcast and apple podcast just to have more pages and then also yeah eventually i want to go on youtube but i'm probably gonna wait till i'm actually able to do video because i don't know how it would work i don't know how it would like i'm still trying to figure out how, how i want to do it putting it if i only do audio only on youtube and possibly whenever i do get better recording equipment just to go on twitch and hopefully get something from there maybe a maybe I can get a con I can get contracted by Twitch and have something through them. And um I do I do plan on doing different things like a Patreon and bonus content for all of all of the fans that's that rocking with me. Uh like watch parties, bonus episodes. I'm gonna start doing bad movie reviews this year. And then I also had an idea for a merchandise line that I want to do called Blurred Life. Oh, and uh, and um, of course, my bring the popcorn merchandise. But yeah, man, I feel like it's nothing but up from here. That's good. That's really good. That's awesome that you have uh, you you have goals that you want to get to, and you have places you want to take your content to. I think we need more black content creators out there. Like it's a lot of us out there, especially the uh, the black community. But it's a lot of content creators of color out there and i feel like you know together we should all you know be able to help each other grow and build because there's a lack of that out there let's go into my next question though uh what are some of the challenges you have faced uh starting your podcast first challenge is i had to learn editing from scratch i didn't know shit about editing. i ain't never edited for my life and even then i'm still learning because i know some of my edit is still kind of bad but yeah man editing has been a hassle Watching all this TV been a hassle, man. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about, but I've had to, I I still have yet to get to, get around to things I'm wanting to watch. Like, man, don't take my black car away from me, but I've yet to watch The Harder They Fall. It's been on my list, but it's like, I'm still trying, I be trying to do everything new I just be falling behind. Then I got to pay for all these subscription services. ABC, fuck you for making me having to pay for Peacock to watch Abbott Elementary. I can't stand y'all for that. That's another subscription out of my pocket. People talking about, um, like whenever I talk about my podcast, how I'm getting tired of watching TV, put their nose to me like, you should not be tired of watching TV. Like, do you know how tedious that can be? watching a whole series in one day and then having to sit back and critique it critically let me tell you about my little backstory because i know exactly where you come from up until last year i don't know if, if you've seen this video on my channel but up until April of last year, I actually worked for a TV network where my job was to overnight ingest TV shows, do quality control, and watch TV all night. And then I was starting my YouTube channel where I would talk about stuff that I watch on TV. And it, it oh my God, I swear to God, I hate TV right now. <laughs> Like if it wasn't for football season, I my TV would be somewhere hidden behind, uh, you know, underneath a sheet or something because I'm just so sick of TV. So I get it. I definitely get it. Yeah, man, just come with the territory, man. It's just. But on the other hand, I'm still, I'm, I still want to do it because I'm passionate about this podcasting. I never realized how fun and how therapeutic podcasting can be because there's plenty of people that I'm not going to lie. I may sound like a little bitch, but when you sent that message to me over anchor, that little voice message, bro, that legit put me in my feels. Cause like, damn, somebody really rocking with me. And like, it gave me more drive to want to do more things 
and put out more content so people like you that enjoy my podcast we can do a whole lot more like i already have something big playing with all the other content creators that we've been in contact with through the facebook group and we got something coming up so something big just real talk like this ain't scripted or anything um just real talk i just love your podcast like i listened to it i i can't remember what was the first episode because y'all was talking about matrix 4 and i was like you know what me and my friends, me and my homies, we've been recording our own podcast, making our content. We've been talking about the same thing. And I've been so reluctant to talk about it because I love that franchise so much. And what we got was such an atrocity. It made me sick of the franchise. I want to walk away from it altogether. And I'm like, I love that. So just hearing you and your people talk about it and y'all just being yourselves, I was like, oh, this is why I got into the podcasting game. This ain't nothing that I ain't doing with my friends on Friday night, calling them on the phone, we three, four way on the phone, just talking it up for three, four hours on the phone, just talking to each other about Disney stuff and Marvel and just all this and that. And we like, oh, you know, I'll hang up, uh, not I'll hang up, but uh, oh, you know, we ain't gonna talk for long or whatever, whatever, we all businessmen and got stuff to do. But, you know, we I'm sitting here editing pictures and videos for clients and talking about Marvel stuff on the phone. And I'm like, I'm wasting my time. I could be recording this and putting it online and at least have something entertaining because I think I have an interesting perspective and so do my friends. I have a background in production and film and TV and things like that. And so do a lot of them. And just hearing other people, other black people talk about things that I'm passionate about. Because like you said, it's taboo to be a nerd in the black community. I grew up hearing all the same stuff, if not more, about it's not okay to be into this, black people don't do this and black people don't do that. We can't afford the time, effort, energy to care about Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, saving the day type of stuff. We gotta survive. And I'm like, but why can't I do both? Why can't I be black and also be into nerd stuff? It's what I like, it's what I enjoy, it's where I find peace of mind and my escape from. And it's comforting finding like other black people who get it, who connect with me too. It ain't about what your image or my image of being black or being a geek is. It's just about the fandom and just coming together and just having community there. Yeah, man, like I gotta tell you, like from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate the love, man, because me personally, I always feel like, no, it's still a little self kind like a little lack of self-confidence. Sometimes I be thinking, man, am I, am I really doing anything? But to hear you like gush over my content, it really like that put, that made my day. My whole thing is one thing that, another reason why I did that podcast is because during the pandemic, I was depressed like everybody, but I found I found happiness in podcasting because it kept me entertained. So one thing I've always felt, I've always felt like everybody has a purpose in the in this world, whether it's small or like whether it's uh, minor or major. Me, I feel like mine is major. I have always been a creative. I like writing like I'm in the process of writing my own comic book and all that. I love art just in general. So I always felt like art is can definitely touch people majorly. It can affect them majorly, especially when you're young. Because when you're young, what do you see the most when you're young? Cartoons and um, illustrations. I've always felt like maybe I was put on this earth, I shared my geekiness with everybody else, especially like the kids, like black kids and show them, hey, it's okay to like what you like, no matter what you like or where you come from, just be you that's all you can do is be yourself one day i do hope to basically open up non-profit organizations for kids like for young black creators because if you if you look at the industry it ain't many out there like yeah we got our ava duvernay's and our jordan peels but really besides them who else we got we need more black creatives out there because black people have a lot of stories to tell you know I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to cut all this part out of the podcast because we're about to get a little too real, but it just needs to be said. As a black man, as a black person in America, we are told so often that we can't do this, we can't do that. We're not even capable of even doing some of the same things that everybody else can do. And I hate that so much because you get that in the art community a lot. I grew up an artist, I grew up a nerd, 
and I got tired of being told like, oh, you can't be a cosplay photographer. You can't be an animator. Like what black anime have you seen? And I'm like, you know, I can name a few examples that have huge influence from black culture alone that are very popular and successful. And you're right, black people have some of the most interesting stories to tell. Even, you know, take the slavery, civil rights stuff out of it. We are a very unique and creative people because it's always been within our culture to do so. That's why another thing I like, like just to show the, the um the other homie some love there's just one podcast that put me on that's on the group um called blurred over i love those dudes podcasts especially they brit like to hear black creatives from alabama out of all places that gave me hope like man we got so many black creatives out there because i ain't gonna lie i didn't think there were many black people in alabama i'm just just putting it out there. Wow, it's a small world because guess who's going to be a guest on my podcast in the future? So uh, there you go. Oh man, that that's what's up. Yeah, like I even hit him up. Matter of fact, oh, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but are you I good? Him at DragonCon 2021 last year, where he was cosplaying as T'Challa Star Lord, I'm like, but that episode just aired the day, like the week before DragonCon. How do you have a full cosplay of <laughs> already? And we chatted up a little bit, and we've been keeping in touch. And like, like I'm not saying like I didn't know black people in Alabama. It's a lot of black people in Alabama. I didn't know it was black nerds in Alabama, and they be doing their thing and stuff. So shout out to Blurred Over. Can't wait to have him. In your, in your seat and doing an interview with me, that's gonna be a great episode too. So I, I small world, I didn't even think you knew him. You in Texas, you know? Yeah, man, like I said, um, with that Facebook group, I shit you not. I have listened to everybody's podcast in there. When I say I'm gonna support you, I'm supporting you. It ain't no, it ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. Especially I was with the idea of having a geek a geek, a geek Facebook group where we all can support each other. When I was for that, I was really for it. That's why I started, when I started listening to you, like, you know what? The first thing I started listening to had to be that No Way Home review. Why? Because I love that movie. And I was really entertained, especially I'm at work eight to 12 hours out the day. So I need something to keep me entertained. And y'all and y'all kept me entertained, man. Thank you. um, Thank you. Cause like, I'm like you, I'm sitting here making this content. I'm like, I hope somebody listening. I hope somebody get it. I hope like there's an audience for what I got to say. I know I'm not some big professional, whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm just out here trying to survive and make it like everybody else. And I'm just into this stuff and I'm passionate about it. I want to talk about it and I'm, you know, making some money off of it. So why not, you know, just do it. And I, you know, want to entertain people. I've always found myself like, you know, I've been told that I'm a character um, from the people who know me. So I'm like, Let, let's find out how much of a character I am. And let's just put it out there and see. And I like the response I've been getting. The YouTube channel, my YouTube channel is growing. It's small, but it's growing steady. Uh, fan base from there. I'm getting fans. Like, uh, it's weird when people like hear my content and then they meet me. I'm like, you're a fan? Like, I, I make stuff you are a fan about? Like, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, man, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just so, like, the thing that I've noticed me, I've always been, I've always been a thinker and, and whatnot. So when I started doing this podcast and Raphael reached out to me and like you, like you reached out to me, it just started my gears turning and I'm already, already have these ideas in my mind of ways we can, big things we can do to help each other grow. Cause that's, that's what it's all about. Me, one thing that I've always loved about the nerd culture, even though, yeah, you're going to have some, um, some people that just hateful. But nerd culture is one of the most welcome, they're one of the most welcoming cultures I have ever been a part of. Because I've met people from all, I've met hillbilly nerds. I didn't think that was a thing. I did not think that, I'm talking about, they all sound like, what's the name from My Name is Earl, sound like him talking about Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. So it's like, that is crazy that nerd culture has hit all, all 
different walks of life. And I, that's why I love it. I, I have to agree with you. Like, look how diverse everything in pop culture is and just where things come from. Like, anime is like Japan. You have American cartoons, American movies and TV shows, Korean TV shows. Like, look, the most popular band in the world right now is BTS. Uh, the most popular TV show to come out in the last year is Squid Game, both from Korea. I love that in this culture, you get to learn about other people's cultures and their societies and their upbringings, and you get to hear their story. And when you look at the whole of it and see what it is, you're like, yeah, we need more black creators and more people of color to tell more of these stories. Like, you know, Hollywood to me kind of is getting stale and it needs a pump of fresh energy and stories because I'm tired of remakes. I'm, to be honest, getting tired of superhero movies to some degree. I'm getting tired of you know the horror franchise even though they have no resurgence in that genre and you need new creative blood like look at um get out and us and uh what jordan peele has done uh with that look at Issa ray and what she's creating and the story she's telling just look at how the world has stolen so much from black culture uh, that was a big air quote right there um but yeah the world is totally so much from black culture and like not only is no nerd culture and geek culture itself trending and popular and it's cool to be that on the global stage look at how black culture is and how predominant that is now and it's like as a african-american as a nerd we're now in the golden age of of us, I feel like, and we need to capitalize off of more. Yeah, man, I feel I feel every word you're saying, and you know what made what showed me, like, do you know where what made me say, damn, like geek culture is everywhere. I don't know if you were watching the Olympics last, um, this past, or last year. It was so many celebrations that you, you've you seen in animes and comics. Shoot, you've been seeing in the NFL. Like, I don't know if you, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you watch the NFL, right? Yeah. So it was when, um, I forgot which brother plays for the for the Chargers. I think it's Joey Bosa. So at one, one time he got a sack and he straight up did the Attack on Titan um, Scout Regiment salute. I like, damn, that is crazy. You see all these um, celebrations in the NFL and NBA, it's like, damn, nerd culture really is taking over. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I, I I love it. I love it. Um, like I said, this is the golden renaissance for for nerd culture. And I'm, I'm proud to be a nerd right now. Oh, it's, hell yeah. It's January 22nd or whatever day it is, 2022. I'm proud to be a black nerd. I don't want to be anything else. I'm so happy. I'm happy with how things are coming out. And I just want my piece of the pie now. Um, and I'm creating this content to try to get it. And like you said, I'm grateful that there's somebody out there listening, somebody out there watching who appreciates what I'm doing. I know I'm not perfect. My voice is cracking and I don't have the best audio equipment. I don't care. I feel like I have something that needs to be said. And I feel like there's somebody out there who needs to listen. Who's in my shoes? Who's been where I've been? Who's been where you've been? And that's the whole reason why I created my channel uh, and the platform I want to make. I want to have that platform where people can come on and say, hey, I'm this and I'm proud to be this. And this is my story. And I thank you for being here. Even though we're not done with anything, we just went on a huge tangent. Oh, no, man, you good. Like I said, I go off script a lot. No, you're good. You're good. This is this makes genuine, interesting uh, content people want to hear. Yeah, man, and it's like so crazy because even though, like, even though you you became a fan of mine, it was like I became a fan of yours automatically because I see you doing shit I want to do. Like I've always wanted to cosplay, but I never I never did because I've always just felt like, well, for one, I'm. I'm, I don't know how to sell my own shit. And two, I just didn't, I, I, it just didn't, wasn't in my budget at the time because I'm also a father too. So it's like, I got, I got put her needs first before mine, but now I'm starting to be able to blend the two. I do plan on going to more um, like anime conventions and comic book conventions and shoot, maybe, and like I said, no, it ain't gonna be, you no. Know, maybe it's gonna be one day I'm gonna have my own panel at one of these conventions just because I've always lived by if you manifest things, like, well, if you say you're gonna do something, you can manifest and it's gonna become reality. I I 
love everything you said. And that actually adds two more questions I want to ask you. Like, let me ask you this. How do you feel being a father raising the next generation? Do you want your daughter to indulge and to geek culture and, you know, follow in your footsteps and she's in the Spider-Woman and uh, y'all cosplay together and go to different cons? Like, how do you as a father uh, want to approach raising the next generation with how you are and putting your imprint on your child like for me at first like i have my daughter i have my daughter but i'm still like relatively young like 22 not young young but it was still i still was not mature enough to have a daughter so a lot it, like it was a lot of self-doubt but more and more i'm growing it's like i ain't never loved somebody as much as i loved my daughter i'm trying to do things that i wish i would have had growing up like my mom i never really talked to her because we never really had the open line of communication because communication was screwed between um uh, it was skewed between black black um households back in the 90s so i wanted to have an open line of communication and yeah i, I would like her to like nerdy stuff but if she don't like it that's fine i mean i'm still going to try to introduce her to it but I still want her to walk her own path. Now, if she is into it, I would be the happiest dad on the planet because I would have like, oh, I got me a little podcasting buddy. Maybe I got me a little, maybe a podcasting buddy, a little um, cosplay buddy. And like, yeah, man, I just really feel like geek culture is good for children just because it helps them express themselves. Like, I'm no, like I said, we about to get deep with, with black, with like the black, we live, live like growing up black, but you know, back in the 90s, being um, gay, it was a tab, it was taboo back in the day. And for me, I never was against it, but like everybody else around me, like like they would like pick on people and beat them up. I, and I used to always, I remember I asked uh, one of my family members, like, why, why do people care if they like, if a boy likes a boy or a girl likes a girl? And then they were just telling me that it's not right. It's like, what makes it not right? We're, you guys teach us to love who you love so why what does it matter if it's a boy and a boy and a girl and a girl me like that's not the way how i swing i'm okay with it. i have gay friends like they cool they cool as hell i never understood why people shun people for their beliefs or their sexual orientation or or their um or just their views on different things because we all I'm gonna tell you right now, if we all were the same, it'd be boring. This would be a boring ass world. This would be a boring ass world. So you need diversity. Like, I don't know. People just naive and stupid. That that that's just how I feel. Sorry. Got got off a little bit, but, but No, no, so no. Hey, this is what it's for. Tell your truth, man. Speak the truth out there. You gotta it has to be said. Yeah, man, but yeah, but back to your question, like I'm I can't wait to see how my daughter's generation is because from the uh according to statistics they're gonna be the richest uh they're gonna be the richest generation and that's kind of good because you know daddy gonna need a good retirement when she get a little bit older you know what i'm saying right <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah man like i don't know it's just i love being a father like i'm definitely going to start visiting more because she's she's in georgia so she's not that far so i'm i'm gonna I'm definitely visit more because i want her to have something i didn't have and that was a dad in her life and I feel like having a daddy in life, it makes a huge difference. It does, it does. Every kid needs a needs a dad, especially black kids. Doesn't matter, boy, girl, you need a dad, you need a mom. I'm so tired of how our community is about, how our community treats fathers, and especially fathers who want to be there. Um, I'm so tired of how America treats us, I feel you. Um, do you, I don't know how old your daughter is, but do you see her having any interest in anything uh, geek culture related uh, or, you know, she's just too young for that right now? Well, she loves science. I, well, I, well, last time I saw her, she was loving science. She wanted me to do little, little experiments with her. So that, that's a geeky thing. And she really enjoyed um, the Into the Spider-Verse movie, which is my favorite comic book movie of all time. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, so she was really enjoying that. So there's little flashes in there, like, you know, a little, I, I'd be smart. I was, of course, my black ass was cheesing when she was just all into the, into the Spider-Verse movie. And for her to actually have, you know, back then, us, when we were growing up, we didn't have a black Spider-Man until like the 
late 2000s i want to say so for her to have a, a black spider-man in her youth that's good because she sees representation she sees she's able to see representation when she's a kid we didn't have much when we were when, when we were kids well cartoons uh, cartoons i should say live action we had some warm poopies watching some of it but we had some i definitely recommend next time you out here in in georgia in atlanta visit your daughter Take it to a con. I swear to God, there's one every weekend starting at the end of January. It's a con every weekend somewhere in Georgia. Uh, go, I think it'll be a great bonding experience and maybe we can link up because I'm definitely gonna try to go as many as we can. Let's kind of segue more back into the interview so we can wrap it up. Uh, we was talking about your podcast, but you brought up some other things that I really just want to ask you just about you and your life in general. So you said uh, you've gone to cons, you want to go to more. What are some, some of the conventions you've gone to that you've enjoyed? Well, I have not. I have. Well, you might have to take my nerd card away, but I've not been in none. I've wanted to go to some, but I never had. A nigga never had the money. But now that I got me a good paying job, I want to start going to more. Well, once uh, once this transformer virus leave us the fuck alone, I've always wanted to go to like you know anime NYC. Wanted to go. I wanted to go to Comic Con. Comic Con. I wanted to go to Dragon Con. I, and I lived in I lived in Georgia. I don't know why I never went. It's just so many things that I want to experience that I finally can because I've always wanted to be around other nerds like me black white um hispanic just everybody where we all find the same roof and we all have the same we all have the same interests and ideas and i do want to meet like and i do want to meet some of these iconic people in their culture before they're gone because like i said when we were talking on my podcast i was low-key jealous that you met stan lee because stan lee was technically my hero growing up because he helped his comics helped me get through the bad times and the good times and like in my younger life so yeah um, that's cool like I, i'm not a starstruck person but meetings like and it's funny how oh it's so hilarious how i missed it and we just how it happened i was like you couldn't believe what was happening in front of you and i live in atlanta you can go down the street you run into somebody famous shopping at kroger or the piggly wiggly or whatever because you know atlanta's an entertainment city meeting someone who you actually look up to and your idol and someone who might not be around here much longer which in this case it was uh it's like that feeling you you don't even know what to say hopefully one day i can have that feeling i remember i almost had that feeling one time because I will never, I will never forget this. I had, um, I forget, I was visiting. Where was I visiting? I forgot where I was visiting. It probably was somewhere in Atlanta. It was probably somewhere in Atlanta. And like right when I left, one of my friends said, "Hey, yo, you won't believe who just came here." I said, "Who?" He said, "Keanu." Ke Keanu who? Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu, like Keanu Reeves, Reeves, like Neo, yeah. like. Like one, I'm, I'm like, man, get the fuck out. He's showing the picture, and then like, oh, I'm so mad. And then, <laughs> reason why I want to meet Keanu Reeves so bad because I legit have heard he is the most down to earth celebrity. They said people be people will legit say they see him riding public transportation, and he'll like just live his life like a normal person, go get coffee at a coffee shop, and then just like he just normal. He just he don't have no type of it's like he's not a he's like he's a star but he don't act like he's a star uh, i think he kind of lives in the moment like he loves the attention and everything that he gets so he just makes himself you know do that to make everybody's day and he gets a kick out of it uh i know if i was a celebrity that's the kind of celebrity i would be oh yeah and well yeah because also one thing i would not want to track no crazy people and i may be an asshole to him but then i pay for that later but yeah and i've also heard that him and john bernthal the dude that plays the punisher i heard they're like the nicest dudes in hollywood too which is crazy to think that john bernthal is nice because if you've seen anything that he did on tv he was an asshole. That's interesting. You haven't gone to cons. I'm not going to take your geek card away. I, I want you to experience cons, especially Dragon Con. I say this a lot on my channel, on my brand. I love Dragon Con. It's my favorite con. Yeah, you can say I haven't gone anywhere, but I have, whatever. It's just something about Dragon Con that is special, that makes me proud to be an ATL. 
Uh, it makes me proud to be from this city. It's just like, to me, the some it has its problems, but I feel like it's some of the best representation of what the city has to offer in black culture, geek culture, white culture. Even the same weekend that happens, there's a lot of sports uh, stuff going on that weekend. Uh, it's the best representation of what the city has to offer as a whole. It happens on the weekend that the city is like at its best every year. And the people that come out, it's just an amazing experience. If you ever come to Dragon Con, come with me. I'll, I'll treat you right. I'll show you the best. You're going to have fun. Man, I got you, fam. I got you. So let me ask you this. You mentioned cosplay. Uh, you So you haven't cosplayed, but you're clearly interested in cosplaying. Why do you want to cosplay? Man, like for one, I've just always thought about like, I've always thought of cosplaying of basically living out your dream. Like, like it's basically like when you in that costume or in that outfit, it's like you're that person for that one day and for that one night. And like me being a huge Red Hood fan, the first person I'm gonna try and cosplay is Red Hood. I've loved Red Hood ever since they reintroduced him in Under the Red Hood back in the day when they brought um, Jason Todd back from when they killed him off in the I think it was the 80s I think so that's always been my favorite I've always wanted to cosplay him of course um, Spider-Man take your pick he got like thousands of different iterations uh, Batman of course because he's my favorite Daredevil and like I don't know it's just something about dressing up it's like you I know it sounds corny but it feels like when you dressing up like those heroes feel like nothing else at the moment can hurt you because you feel like you have the same strength as all those fantastic characters that you that you love and that and that you're them for the moment you feel like them for the moment like nothing can phase you or hurt you at the moment that's just how I feel how I would feel it whenever I do do it that's cool I don't think it's corny at all like I make I literally am making a career out of taking pictures of people who dress up in cosplay so I think it's the most coolest thing in the world because I myself want to cosplay and I haven't done it yet because of my own personal demons or whatever um but it's definitely almost something to do and I'm excited about it so give me give me your top five characters I know you named some of them already but just in order give me top five characters you want to cosplay as all right so number five i had to say batman because like you know everybody done been batman um number four i, I would have to say peter parker spider-man just because that has always been my favorite number three a black stanley <laughs> I will go, I will pull up to a Comic-Con as a Black Stanley. Don't know how it's gonna happen, but I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna find a way. Two, it's a toss up between, it's a toss up between Red Hood and Static Shock just because I love both those characters. And one, I know this may sound kind of self-centered, but I want to cosplay a comic book character that I'm creating myself called Dante. Okay. That, that's and that is my top five. I, I know that last one. I know that last one was self-centered, y'all. But hey, got to get the name out somehow. No, I don't think it's self-centered at all. That's actually one of the parts of cosplay that I like is uh, people who come up with their own characters and just model, create that, and be that. I think that's awesome as well. I have clients that do that and have done photo shoots. I can't wait to see your cosplay. I think you're gonna kill it. Um, I have a few ideas for your Stanley uh, cosplay, but we'll save that for another episode. If you ever want to come back on my show, pretty sure we'll we'll do this many many times. Oh yeah, well I'm definitely coming back, man. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Once once we hit it off, hey, you locked in with me for life, boy. You the homie until things go bad. You you the homie for life, man. You the homie for life. I appreciate it. Um, let me ask you one final question. Um, and this is an important question. It's something I like to ask everybody. Uh, what do you feel about the current state of diversity level within geek culture? Current man, look, I'm gonna tell you straight up, it's a double-edged sword. It's good some days and it's bad and it's, it can be really bad some days. It's good because we've seen a lot more diversity in movies and comics and shows. Like who would have thought that we would have gotten a Black Panther movie and now, and we're finally going to get a get a version of namor in the movies i still don't like the fact of them putting black people and hispanic people against each other but i'm gonna let that slide and you know we get to see 
we're getting to see um, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. That's also really cool. Kamala Khan, the first Indian superhero. That is dope as hell. And uh, yeah, like stuff like that, that's really cool because every culture gets gets a piece of the pie. Shang-Chi, I'm, my, my Asian brothers and sisters, I'm sorry we were in the, in the pandemic because I really feel like that would have broke numbers if it was not during the time of a pandemic. And it can get really bad when uh, diversity can get bad when you're, I, I'm just say this, I it gets bad with the CW. The CW makes me hate diversity because it just wants to shove it in your mouth and feed you till you're not, till you're full. And even when you're full, it just keep on feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. And that's when I really down on diversity. Right. That's that's really interesting. I, I, I swear to God, I can sit here and ask you questions for hours. I literally just sat here and wrote 20 more questions to ask you while you was talking. <laughs> um, but um, I guess we got to end it at some point because we did your, I think we've been recording podcast for two hours tonight. That just shows how interesting of a subject matter this is. I'm so glad you've been on the show. I'm glad you shared your geek experience. We have a lot in common. And you've even said some things that's like literally new to my ears that I didn't think another black geek would go through. So thank you for sharing your experience and just telling your story. I, I just hope I was an interesting um, host to be able to just kind of get and dig into some of the root of how you are. Again, I just can't express how much I am uh, excited that you shared your experience with me today. Man, it just likewise, I've had a blast tonight and I can't wait to work more with you in the future and more black nerds. You know, maybe we might get a little blurred verse going there. That sounded stupid. No, it's not stupid because I've been thinking <laughs> the same thing. If we can get like a blurred verse of just black nerd creators like me, we get you, we get blurred over we get cosplay your way and all these other people that's like big and geek culture we just make a universe and it'll be so cool to just have a black nerd verse yeah man look i've been thinking about this heavy i've been thinking about this heavy there's like so many ideas especially if we could meet up every now and then and, and like do something for the fans that'd be dope trying to get into TikTok because, you know, I'm trying to hop on every platform that's hot right now. Right now, TikTok's the way to do it because I don't know if you heard, but I don't know if you're on TikTok, but but the Vantalord and all them other people, they got their whole war. They got their whole war about the damn council and whatnot. That shit is on Comedy Central now because that shit blew up. And I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to blow up and be part of something like like on TikTok, there's black nerds like us, like Straw Hat Goofy. He was he went from working at an advertising marketing firm to like doing his TikToks to being at the Spider-Man No Way Home red carpet TikTok event. So that also just gives me hope and like passion. Like, man, we can make something big out of this. And I can't wait to work with all the blurs and just all the nerds in general. Because one thing I've loved about this Facebook group, man, we have made a really good community and we all try to support each other and I like that. I'm definitely down with doing the Black Nerd first. Tell me more, let me know when, make the Facebook group tonight and send me an invite. I'm so down with it. I'm serious, like I'm serious. Like make it tonight and send it. And about time this podcast up, we gonna have tens of people in it. This is weird, but like I said, I just enjoyed having you on and just picking your mind. I think this was a really just interesting conversation. Even though we got off topic of uh, what an interview is, I still like enjoyed you just giving me insight and everything. And just like, like you're a dad, you're a writer, you're, you're short, but you don't care. You still gonna be a black nerd and do you and be all the dreads and everything. I think that's fucking awesome, man. And man, like, like I said, I see you doing your thing on YouTube. I see like you doing, um, doing photography thing. Um, like I tell everybody, even though we just met, I feel like I've known you for a long time now. I don't want to say that I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. You gonna get where, where you want to be, man. I promise you that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, just one more time. Where can everybody find you on the internet? Man, y'all can find me on Facebook. Just type in Jason Craig. I'm the, I'm the black dude with little adorable little black girl or you can join 
my Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash bring the popcorn as facebook.com slash B-R-A-N-G-D-A. P-O-P-C-O-R-N. And then if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at my personal business email. That's brangthepopcorn93 at gmail.com. And hey, if you want to be interviewed or be on the show, just hit me up. Let me know. Definitely, definitely. I definitely recommend everybody give this uh, give this man's podcast a listen. Uh, it's funny. I think it's it's funnier than my podcast. I'm gonna be flat out honest. I, I every time I listen to your podcast, I'm just laughing. I'm crying. I'm I'm mad. There's one dude on it who's like, oh yeah, I want to see Matrix Four sequel. I was like, fuck that dude. I don't like that dude. <laughs> But yeah, I just legit enjoy it. And I'm so glad you're a part of the community because I'm coming across a lot of different podcasts that I'm just liking. If I come across your podcast and I like it, I'm going to just engage with it because I like it. And because I'm about doing the same thing, I know what type of engagement and support you need. And I'm like, let me just give you my genuine fandom. And I legit enjoy your podcast. There's a few other ones I enjoy. Um, I'll hope to interview all those podcasters soon, too. Other YouTube channels I enjoy that I've come across that I just legit enjoy their content they create because they're just interesting people. You're one of them. Thank you. Well, man, I appreciate that. I I honestly think that people just like laughing at the pain that some of these movies give me. <laughs> uh, is there any last words you want to say to to any Blurcast audience out there? Man, one thing I just gotta say: keep on supporting my boy. He doing real good. And for you, I might hit you up because you know if you interest if you interested in this comic thing, you know I'm trying to trying to get a lot of black black creators going, and we just. Just have our, just have our own. I want to, I want to have a community where black people, or black content creators, can have their own comic published under one publishing house that is black owned. Because we need more black owned publishers out there. So if you did man, just let me know. We we try to make things happen. Twenty twenty. One thousand percent interested in anything comics and black people related. Um, that's kind of like my ultimate dream that I've always wanted since a child was my own comic. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, twenty twenty two gonna be the year of the blurs, man. You know that could be a name of a movie. But yeah, man, twenty twenty two is the year of the blurs. We taking over, dog. We taking over. Copyright CC. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. We gonna make it happen. Black nerds gonna take over the world. If we had. Black Girl Summer, we about to, <laughs> I was about to say something messed up. Uh, we had Black Girl Summer, we about to have Black Nerd Summer. So here we go, 2022 is the year. Thank you everybody for listening for, it feels like what, two hours I think? For this two hour long podcast. Till next time, mahalo. Peace.